G'day, g'day, welcome. Thanks for your company. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. And uh, we've got another full show for you today. Lots of calls to get through and talk everything from uh, TV reception to mobile plans, even talk cars a little bit here on this week's show. If you haven't left a rating or review in a little while, why don't you do so? It'd be lovely. Um, Nothing recent I can see that I'm missing, I don't think. Uh, We spoke about Marvo back in August. So yes, we're we're lacking some reviews and ratings there, folks. In fact, we're, we're two ratings short of 400. There's been, apparently, according to iTunes, 400 episodes, but I, I wonder if there's been more. Um, but there's only been 398 ratings. Here's a funny one. I found a, uh, a CD the other day. Um, we were going through my storage boxes at home looking for my HSC results because my wife was arguing about how much I got in my HSC uh, and whether she beat me or not. I did maths in space. She did smart maths, so she definitely beat me. But anyway, uh, I found a CD which was labelled 2007-2008 Computer and Technology Show. And it was the Chip for Brain Show on 2GB with Brian Wilshere and myself from 2007. Now, it wasn't the very, very first show, which I'm going to say was in March. But I'm just going to look it up now because it is in my diary. First radio show was in May. Um, And this audio went back to I think June so here's a challenge here's a challenge Um, if I get five written reviews on the iTunes Apple podcast that obviously glaring and glowing and lovely about the show but also mention that they want to hear the archive I will drop one episode of the Chip for Brains radio show, which I think was 30 minutes, maybe 45. It might go on out. Anyway, I'll drop one of those in this feed. We'll do a flashback. <laughs> but I'm not doing it for nothing. you gotta, you got to earn it. So if you go to iTunes and leave a rating and review, and you might want to, because I struggle to look at them, and I'll struggle to remember this in a week, you might want to take a screenshot and email me via the website um, your copy of your review. I will drop an archive episode. How's that for fun? So we'll do that. Only if we get the feedback. Um, but aside from that, the usual calls to come. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. All right. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. Roger did that. G'day, Rog. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Long time no talk. Yeah, mate. What's, <laughs> uh, what have we got this time? Um, mate, I've got a um, an old um, Denon DHTS five one four soundbar. I think it is. It's about six years old, and um, I, don't know, I don't know if it's just past its usable date, but it doesn't seem to be fantastic anymore. And I've, I've been look, looking at the new um, um, soundbars. I'm yeah. just curious as to whether whether the new technology is worth upgrading because the one I bought was like nine hundred dollars six years ago. So yeah. theoretically, it was a good, it was a good one then. Yeah. But new technology and everything. And I, I think from <laughs> um, memory, that one it's got a subwoofer. Yeah, so it's a yes, yeah, it's a pretty standard a though. It's a two channel. It, yeah. It's not surround sound or anything like that. Um, but it was a two channel with a subwoofer. So what yeah. I think the real question here is, what's your budget? 
Uh, well, probably up to the, the $500 range. I think I sent in my email, I sent you something that Choice Magazine had um, the Polk. recommended. Polk. And I'd never heard of it before, but they gave a real good write-up for sound and channel separation. Use of operation wasn't fantastic, but most aren't. Um, but that was only like about three hundred and forty nine dollars or something like that, and, and it seemed to tick all the boxes. But I've just never heard of it. Um, look, I have heard of Polk, and they do make good audio. Um, I haven't tested that particular soundbar, but you know, Choice do a great job, so I'm not going to yeah. doubt at all what they say. In your budget, though, I just mm-hmm. want to point out that, for example, the new Sonos Ray is there now. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a single uh, soundbar. There's no subwoofer, so. That's my first question: Is do you, are you a are you a, are you a bass man, or are you well, lo- looking for more of a quality of sound? Yeah, more of a quality of sound because we live yeah. in an apartment, so we yeah. can't have it too, too, too beady. Um, one of the things that is my wife really prefers to be able to hear the voice clarity, or you know the, yep. and that doesn't seem to be coming through very well on um, the den on at the moment. Just yeah, right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, look, I think that for. The absolute kind of clarity of sound, I think the Sonos Ray is phenomenal. At three ninety nine, Sonos Ray. It, it, yep. I think I said in my review, it's hard to justify at that price, um, mm-hmm. especially because it didn't have a sound bar and most at that price point would, um, and it is a very much an ecosystem thing. But remember, and I don't know if this is appealing to you, Sonos is also not just about um, TV sound. It's also you know, great music device. So pair your phone, uh, you know, sort yep. the music. So it's a wonderful way to enjoy music yes. as well. Um, yep. So, so yep. I, I would recommend you have a look at the Sonos. Um, mm-hmm. Samsung do make some really great sound bars uh, and they've got a couple in that price range. Um, yep. There was one thing I was looking at is possibly getting a new TV because our TV is also six years old. Yeah, right. it's, a, it's a it's a Panasonic. It's, you know, it's UHD or something. It's, it's still... Reasonable, but I was thinking, oh, maybe I should be getting uh, like a Samsung and pairing with a Samsung bar, or so it's all in that same ecosystem. But I don't in, know if it's good, bad, or otherwise. In this day and age, most of the time, brands don't matter. Like I, I've got a big yep. Samsung TV here in the office, and I've hooked up a TCL, JBL, uh, Sonos, and Samsung soundbars. And once mm-hmm. they're hooked up correctly, now this is the critical yep. thing: is what's the connection mechanism, right? Um, if it's yes. HDMI, so if you do buy a new TV, you want to make sure yep. it's, it's going to be brand new, so it's going to have these features, but you yep. want to make sure it has um, eARC, um, which is basically yep. the return channel. ARC is the audio return channel. So as long as it's got mm-hmm. audio return channel, then you will get um, the the control of pretty much everything on, on the on the soundbar through your normal TV remote. Uh, you don't yep. need to stress about that broadly. Um, if, yep. it's a, if it's a... Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's this features of the soundbar like the the bass option and all this kind of stuff. Then it's it's not truly uh, controllable, but th- that's up to you as to how you use it. The Sonos yep. Ray, for example, uses an optical connection, yep. so it, it actually does rely on the TV remote control to change the volume. Um, yep. The other ones like the Samsung, or if you've got a JBL. They would have the HDMI, and I personally would prefer HDMI. But mm-hmm. with Sonos and an optical connection, you are you're essentially compromising. No sub, uh, no HDMI, yeah. but you are getting amazing sound quality. 
So, mate, mm-hmm. and I yep. do think you should think about this TV situation because it's the best time to negotiate is when you're walking into yep. a Harvey's or a JB's and you're saying, look, I'm keen on a TV and a soundbar combo. I want you to do me a deal. Then you might get yep. a, a large amount of money. It's like trading in a car. You know, you might get a large amount of money off the soundbar portion of it because there's more wiggle room there for them. So you might actually yep. walk out with a better deal the more you're willing to, you know, walk out with. Oh, so, the two. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, mate, I think the Polk is definitely a great option. I think a Samsung or a JBL in that price range yep. would also be fantastic. Um, JBL's mm-hmm. great because it's completely brand neutral. So that it will work yep. with with all the brands. And then, you know, most importantly, if you are thinking about a TV, think about it now then because you'll get a better mm-hmm. deal overall. Yep, fantastic. Oh, just just one other quick thing yep. for you. I'm going to talk to you about the um, boost people that have been transferring across. I, I got another one the other day. Yeah. It was on a... Um, Optus $45 a month plan, and she was getting four gig of data. <gasps> and she changed her jobs recently, and she was getting penalised 10 bucks a pop for additional <laughs> data. And so she was paying 120 bucks a month. So she now pay, just got her onto um, Boost for 300 bucks. Wow. So I'm saving over $900 a year. <laughs> wow. It's bizarre, isn't it? But isn't, anyway, it isn't it? Don't you find it still amazing? that you have these conversations. Like, so you're now experiencing what mm-hmm. I've been experiencing for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People yeah. Uh, literally just don't realize how much money they're throwing against a wall with their mobile phones. That's, um, that's right. It's, it's amazing. You've saved her a new and, mobile and she was phone. On Optus, so, yeah, so she, she was on Optus and um, she was, because she's traveling a lot now using maps, she was not necessarily getting great um, reception either. So and now she's on Telstra. Being on the Telstra, she should be a lot better. So Unbelievable. Well, good work, everywhere. Roger. You're, a, yeah, you're an cool. ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Thank you very much. Cheers, buddy. Thanks Cheers. for getting in touch. Cheers. Good on you. Uh, yeah, Rog rang, uh, oh, I guess, a few months month ago, and we talked about the uh, the Boost Mobile option, and uh, he's been converting people ever since. What a legend. Good on you, Rog. Let's keep going with calls. Peter's on the line. G'day, Pete. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Mate, really good. What can I do you for? Mate, we're just after the uh, the device you mentioned on Triple M about the sort of, uh, I think, tracking the kids or uh, not tracking the kids, but just keeping an eye on them. Yeah. And what, how old are the kids, mate? Uh, eight and six. So at eight and six, you, the, the thing we've talked about on the radio, I think you might have heard, was the Life360 app. Um, that's, it, that's it. Which, mate, it's just the best thing uh, for tracking your 80-year-old, let alone, let alone uh, your kids. The problem is it we doesn't, have a park. We have, doesn't ahead, it requires a mobile phone. Yep. So at eight and six, I'm tipping the kids don't have phones. No, they don't. Well, I was just thinking it may have been on, a, on another device at all. It's just for phones. Yeah, it's just that's just for phones. Now, at that uh, age, okay. there's two options, I think, at that age. Because at that age, they are getting to the point where they have some responsibility, right? Especially the eight-year-old. Yep. Um, so you, your, your, I guess, cheapest, simplest option um, is to just buy a cheap phone. Um, the cheapest yep. of phones will run the Life360 app, um, you know, put it on a really cheap mobile plan, like 120 bucks for a year from Kogan, um, and you'll be fine. And what you do, and, and my 10-year-old doesn't have a phone, but there's a phone in their house that he uses. Um, so it's what That's I mean. That's what we have to. What I mean is he's not taking a phone to school, but when he wants to go to the shops or the park, we say, mate, take the phone. And he'll, yep. he'll text us when he gets there and stuff like that. And you kind of build up that 
conversation around, you know, letting us know where you are and how you're doing and when you're coming home and all that. But most importantly, you can open up the app and see where they are. At six, it's probably uh, getting, you know, to the younger end of that scale, but potentially there. The other thing I can, I'd consider at that point is the is the smart watches. Uh, we so, have a Moochie watch. Oh, you got the Moochie? And how does that work for you? the Moochie. Yeah, good, good. Just a little bit in and out of service. That's the only thing. We're after a little bit more reliability. And, well, when you we say service, our... is that because of the telco you chose to put it on? Oh, we, we were Telstra. It's, it seems fine. Like, it's just, just not as sort of... Uh, not as good as what we wanted, so yeah. I just think we're after something a little bit more. A little bit more. Um, I'll be of... honest. Uh, if I was going kid smartwatch, I would have gone Space Talk or uh, are you iPhone. Are you an iPhone family? I am. Yes. And you look. This is a massive call, but hear me out. Um, an Apple Watch, the SE version, at three ninety nine is only fifty dollars more than a Space Talk smartwatch, and you can set it up now as uh, a family setup. So they don't need a phone; they just have a watch. And, okay, that sounds right. And, and you can you can you can enable school time mode so they don't they can't use it during school hours and all this kind of stuff. But you know, for the absolute simplicity of it all, mate, um, Life three hundred and sixty runs on an, on a phone. You don't need an expensive phone. A couple of hundred bucks, get yourself an Android phone, and job done. And it's really just a question of how you how you handle that with the six year old. I'd be honest, that's that's your biggest challenge. Yeah, they're always together. It was just more oh, of a game on. Just we have a park at the end of our street, so it was just something just to. Something a little bit next step up. Yep, perfect. A little. What we do is we got a little tiny backpack. That's what they put their water bottle in, and that's where the phone is as well. Because you also, you kind of want them to be able to, you know, not have to keep the phone in their pocket so when they're running around the park, but you want them to not have to leave it out so someone steals it. So there's all these other things that happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But Life 360, mate, it'll uh, it'll be a game changer for you. And and again, I'm not trying to tell people that parent, but the great thing you do at this age is you introduce them to that so that mum and dad are also on there. And yep. and so. Because I don't know whether you're at that stage, you know, you leave the house for an hour and leave them at home. But, you know, it's a great thing to be able to say, if you're wondering where we are, just open the app and we'll, you know, that's where we are. We're on our way home. You can see yeah, it. Simple perfect. stuff like that. All right. Good on you, Pete. Okay. No Good worries. Luck. Thanks very much. Thanks, mate. Good on you. Um, simple question. And, you know, it's been, I think, a week and a half since um, I talked to Luke Boner about that app, Life360, on, uh, on Triple M. And I'm still getting calls about it. I'm still getting calls from other radio stations want to talk about it and from people that heard it. So hugely popular and just such a great app, really is. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Out on the road, Mark's on the line. G'day, Mark. How are you going there? Yeah, real good, mate. What, uh, we driving a Tesla, did you say? Yes, yes. What just unplugged got? it to uh, the Model 3. How are you loving it? So it's definitely... Oh, totally. It's two years old, done 50,000 Ks, but it's it's amazing. So, very good. Well, that's a great great investment, mate. Good car, saving you money every time you drive it. What, uh, what can I do you for? Um, just, I just, we're, we're looking to, um, uh, to to get some uh, larger screen TVs. We're, we're sold a property and we're moving into a new one in the next couple of months. And I'm just trying to get my head around what's... Um, What's available, and or yeah, you know, what what the suggestions are for the best? You know, looking at say the T the, the TCL, I think it is, or the High Sense or Samsung, whatever. Yeah, um, so you're looking at a, cup, a couple of TVs for the new house. So, so looking at a couple. So looking at say a, a look up around about the 85 inch screen. Um, I don't need a high end one for the one room, but you know something a bit better for the other room. But again, just. Just want something reasonable image quality and stuff yep. like that. So. Okay, so then the big question is: Let's talk about the big one first, the the one with the high quality. 
Uh, how much are you willing yep. to spend on the on the? I'm assuming that's the main living room. Yes, that is. Yes, yes. So look, I, I, if I said I'm looking somewhere between the four to six k, that sort of thing. So then, I think that the when you go to when you go to six, you start to bring in Samsung's Neo QLED. Um, yes. And mate, that is a stunning technology. It's a very good quality. Uh, it's a touch yep. over six k, so you probably want to look at uh, LG's. Uh, I think they call it QNED. It's so annoying to yep. me that they change the names, but QNED, they've got a mini LED TV. So LG's QNED yes. and Samsung's Neo QLED are both mini LED TVs. And yep. they're pretty darn good. And we're talking 85. See, the reason people listen going, what about an OLED? You're not going to get an OLED at uh, that price at that size. So we're just we're kind of just ruling that out. Um, yep. That said, you know, I think that if you were to buy any Samsung or LG between four and six grand, you'll be yep. you'll be very you'll be very happy, man. Okay, great TVs. Yep. Um, they've got pretty much every yep. app you need. You won't complain about the picture quality. They're fantastic. For the yeah, for the other, there you go. On. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I said I, we've got a Samsung sixty-five inch at the moment, which is really good. Yeah, and, and and it's a great. The new ones, though, I'll be honest, are completely different user experience. The menus are different. Yes. It's. I'll be honest. I would probably pick an LG over a Samsung, given the new menu system of the Samsungs. It's frustrating me yep. a little bit, but maybe I'm just not using it enough to to get used to it. Um, but I would just drive yourself a hard bargain, especially if you're going to walk into Harvey's or JB's and say, I want to buy two TVs at that size. You should be able to, go, you know, you should really be able to do some negotiating, okay? What yep, yep. What do you want to spend in the other room? Um, well, look, I mean, that one I'm sort of looking around about the, the three, so, yeah. Um, yeah so. I mean, your, your entry level is, is really two and a bit. Um, your, you know, there's a couple of high sensors in the, in the twos, um, yep. I frankly, you know, I, I think that the high sense they call it the U7, um, is, is three grand. It's full array. Uh, it's 4K. It's a great TV, 85 inch. I mean, that's essentially what we've got on our wall at home, and I think it's awesome. And that's our main living room. So, um, yep. the difference in, in picture quality will be negligible but noticeable. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'll probably notice it on when you're watching a, a, a dark room, uh, watching a movie. Is when you'll notice the difference. Yep. But honestly, yes, pff, sensational. I'd I'd pick the high sense U yep. seven for the yep. for the spare room, and I'd I'd go the LG uh, QNED for the that's an eighty six inch too by the way, so an extra extra, yes, yep. inch, extra inch in the lounge room, which is good. Um, although yep. I don't think that one's actually landed yet, so it might be a little a month or so off. I don't know when you're moving. Yep. Yeah, no, that would sit as well, so not a problem. Perfect. All right. Well, we've just spent ten grand, uh, and uh, someone's going to get a great commission at the retail store. So drive a hard bargain, no. mate. We'll do no problem at all. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Joe. No worries. Thank you. Good on you. See ya. And uh, you know, I'm happy to spend your ten grand, folks. <laughs> if you want, if you're looking to spend ten, well, that's a great idea when you're moving home. But build the build the new appliances and TVs are part of that into the into the cost. And uh, make sure you're getting the best. Perfect solution. Good luck, Mark. Look forward to hearing how both those TVs go. I just realized I've got a movie to watch before <laughs> before I record with Fennec this week. Uh, the Wedding Singer this week's show. So uh, 
Stay tuned for that one. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the best movies you've never seen uh, or on the Two Blokes Talking Tech podcast feed, you'll find the best movies you've never seen. It comes out every Saturday. Um, If you really want a visual that won't escape your mind, I encourage you to go to eftm.com, go to the lifestyle section and read the article, I tried float therapy and this is my experience. Rob Jolly Joff has written an article about his Father's Day presents, which was float therapy. And I've got to be honest, I want to give it a try. Thing is, I'm going to spare you the details here, but the visual that is presented by his words could be disturbing to some. But I want to know whether anyone else has tried it. I haven't seen any feedback on the article, so let me know if you've tried it, heard about it, or know about it, or if Jolly has convinced you Go and try float float therapy at a spa near you. Um, he goes into a lot of detail. Too much for some, but let me know what you think. Good work, Jolly. More calls, and you can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Just click on Ask Trevor. G'day, Rod. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Really good. What can I do for you? Um, just a question in relation to digital radio. Um, we've got a, an aftermarket Android um, head unit in my um, little Honda CRV, mm. and want to know: Is there any adapters that would work to put DAB into the into that system and work through the the screen, the touch screen, and things like that? Wow, I'm going to say straight up, I don't think so. Um, okay, because the you know it's a funny one because I was involved in DAB from the very early days, and I remember putting a um, it looked like it was a remember sat nav units when they first came out they were they were stuck up on the windscreen and you know your touch screens and all that kind of stuff the digital yes. early digital radios were like that and in fact I've looked they're still available you can still get these things Sanjian have them at the good guys Pure make one that's on Amazon that essentially suction cups to the to the windscreen and then uses three point five mil to go to the you know line input um, of okay. of your of your radio that's that's probably the most actually simplistic way of doing digital radio in an aftermarket sense. Um, okay. Because okay. what I would have said to you is make sure that the head unit you buy has DAB because my I'm in a similar position, my little Mazda 2 2010 model, I put a, a new Pioneer unit in it so I could get Apple CarPlay and it doesn't mm-hmm. have, it's only got FM and AM, so it doesn't have DAB+. Plus. Um, so if I was to want for DAB in my car, I'd probably just use radio app and stream. Ah, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, we, we don't really want to use the data out on the road. Um, because you don't the, the think you get reception or, or you worried about the data usage? It's it's a type of phone plan. It's a very basic phone plan, and yeah, there's not a lot of data usage and things like that in yeah. that plan. And that that was a, a deliberate choice that way for that particular phone and yeah. that particular car. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I was just seeing if there was there was other options about. And but, when you say yeah. out and about, are you are you talking about going out out of the metro? Um, no, just anywhere really, because I know DAB won't really work out in oh, outer well, that, areas. That like was my point. I was metro. just going to say you, you you're restricted yeah. to metro. In fact. Uh, I, I think you're in the lower Blue Mountains, aren't you? Um, the, yes. Yeah. I'm not even sure DAB would work well up there. Um, Penrith. Must admit, I haven't. Yeah. Penrith used Penrith to be the kind of the edge zone. And the problem with digital is, you know, if you're in a 
uh, in a car with AM radio and you're in Goulburn and you're tuned to 873 and you're like, holy hell, I can still listen to 2GB. It's amazing. Because, you know, the, the right weather, the right conditions, AM could go for miles, uh, hundreds mm-hmm. of miles. But DAB, it, it, there's a cliff. It, when you get to it, it just ends. Uh, now, right, right. In, a, in a house in Penrith, if you had bad DAB, I would say to you, uh, put your radio in the window and put the antenna, get one of those telescopic antennas and put it upright. Boom, that, that should mm-hmm. give you a better hope. But even in the lower Blue Mountains, you probably struggle to get DAB. So, okay. yeah, I think you're, you're probably more, you probably need to test that first and foremost. Yep. Go, yep. go to the good guys and buy a affordable digital radio um, and just see if it works, A, at your place, and B, just drive around the car and see where it works. Because if that mm-hmm. doesn't work, then essentially you, you, there is no solution other than, I would argue, looking at a, a better plan that does have data. So, for example, sell me, okay. sell me that, that, that plan that you've put that phone on. What, what are you paying oh, and, and which telco is it with? I honestly don't know. It's it's my partner's phone, and I don't know what which one she went with. To be honest with you, and I know I know it's only cheap. It's like about a twenty dollar a month plan. Like yep. it's, it's basically for calls only type thing. So um, I would say to you, for twenty dollars a month, that's two hundred and forty dollars mm-hmm. a year. Okay. Now mm-hmm. with uh, Boost Mobile, which is on the Telstra network, um, you could pay uh, two hundred dollars and get unlimited calls and texts and 140 gigabytes of data. You're not likely to use that up in Ari? Uh, no, even, not, not even streaming, yeah. even streaming mm. a music station, you know, six hours a day is, is not going to come near that, I don't think. Um, the mm. other, the mm. other option okay. I often talk about is Kogan Mobile. Um, they use the Vodafone network, and again, they've got 12-month plans that I, I can't find them in front of me, but... Trust me, they're ridiculous. You're talking uh, $180. What about this one? I'm just on their website. It's There's a special on right now. This is crazy. $180 for 500 gigabytes of data for 12 months. Oh, okay. Yep, that's a Unlimited good one. calls and texts. So I think, and I'm not trying to talk down about the plan that you've gone on because people do find great plans and they do, you know, it's, it's good, good for calls, bad on data. These days, calls is not is negligible. It should be unlimited calls and text, no matter who you're with. That's the basics. Right. You really pay for data, and and so yep. that's why I love these twelve month plans. Is because and I put my son and wife on this. One hundred and twenty bucks for the year on Kogan. I think I paid, and I'm that's it. One hundred and twenty. That's that's the plan. One hundred and twenty dollars. One hundred and twenty gigabytes of data. That's ten dollars a month, mate. That's even cheaper. Works out even better. Yeah. Yes. So, so we'll have to look into I, it. I would argue that's actually the solution here because you've got Android Auto. Yep. Um, which means you can download Radio App. Uh, which stations yes. that, does she love? Uh, it's a lot of the kids stuff. Actually, we've got a couple of young kids, yep. and it's a lot of the kids stuff. Um, come Christmas time, the old Elf, elf Radio is always a bit of fun. So, mate. So I'll, yeah, it's those kind of things. Yeah. You need. I mean, again, I don't know that they're all available on streaming, but. I'd like to think they would be because it would be the smart thing to do for the stations. But a little bit of checking on that. So download the radio app on your phone and check it out on Wi-Fi um, and see what stations are there and then just check how you get those other ones. But, man, with Android Auto, then the radio app is controlled via the screen, the play button, the pause button. Even your favorite stations are accessible via the touch screen. And, mate, if you just switch to either Boost Mobile or Kogan Mobile on a 12-month plan, uh, happy days. And and the thing the it's, thing to do there, Rod, is find out what telco she's with. 
so that you know what network she's on. And if she's on yes. either Telstra or Vodafone, then you won't need you don't need to worry about either of those two. Just pick pick the one. Boost is with Telstra. Uh, Kogan is with Vodafone. If she's on Optus, then off the top of my head, I can't remember who who has twelve month plans, but. I think Woolies or Coles or someone have 12-month plans on Optus Network. There's always going to be someone. Okay. And yep. Huge yep. savings. Best way to go. Sounds like a plan. All right, Rod. Sorry we couldn't help Great you with advice. DAB, but I actually think you're better off with streaming. It's, it probably sounds like DAB might not even survive, as silly as it, it sounds. It's a with, tough with one. streaming as, being so good. such an early fan of it and supporter of it and advocate for it and creator of it, uh, I wish it, wish it well, but... The, they haven't built the, the antennas in the tunnels, so you're in a tunnel, you don't get it. Um, there's just so many reasons why streaming's better. Simple as that, really. Yep. Perfect. No worries at all. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for the advice. I really appreciate it. Stay well. Good to talk. You too. Take care. Cheers. Cheers, Rod. Thank you, mate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating, right? That's, again, we talked to um, uh, Roger earlier about Boost and – isn't it just fascinating? There's someone who thought they were getting a great deal, paying not much, et cetera, et cetera. But in the end, there's probably a better deal out there. You're paying 20 bucks a month and you're not getting much data. Well, 10 bucks a month over the course of one payment, 120 bucks, 120 gigabyte data. Ah, frustrating. But we're good. Rob's sorted now. Good on you, Rod. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening. If you've got a tech question or a car question or a lifestyle question, or you just want to chat about something you bought or looking to buy, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Greg did that. G'day, Greg. Oh, g'day, Trev. Um, in a bit of a dilemma, um, I'm looking at a, a Kia Sportage and, um, we, we, and we plan to do a bit of travelling next year. But um, my dilemma is turbo or, or straight two-litre uh, ULP, and that's where I lie. Are you, are you are you talking about the the Sportage, the difference between the diesel and the petrol, or the petrol with the DCT? Um, petrol with DCT. Yeah, right. I, I mean, what what have you have you test driven both or any of the cars with those, no, those not, motors? No, I've got a currently I've got a um, Skoda Karok, um, one point turbo. How much driving are you going to do? Um, well, we, we plan to come back up to far North Queensland next year driving. Yeah. Um, so that, that in terms of kilometers, that's going to be around 7,000 kilometers round yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. Have you considered the diesel? Um, uh, uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, the wife's just a little bit opposed to that, um, but she's a little bit opposed to that. Mate, the difference in price between the the standard petrol and the DCT is like I don't know, it's fifteen hundred, maybe maybe two grand. Uh, drive drive away from, right. from what I can see. I, I, to be honest, at that at that price, you're already spending forty five grand. I'd probably opt to go up to the to the DCT transmission, um, just for the smooth right. the smoothness of the power delivery. It's just a better drive around town. I was only thinking about the diesel because right. of those long K's and you know whether there's a fuel efficiency and a saving there. But, mate, yep. as a general around town A to B car, I reckon the DCT's a better drive, um, a better feeling underfoot. Um, yep. But, it, you know, it's two grand, so it's a, it's a lot of extra money. But, you know, it depends how, you, yeah. how you're financing it and whatnot. But, mate, I'd probably try and opt for the, for the DCT, um, which is the, of the SX Plus uh, variants, 
um, yep. is, is the mid one because the SX Plus in diesel is 51 compared to the 47, yeah, right. 47 and a bit for the for the DCT. So, yeah, I, yeah. personally, I'd go the DCT. Right. Okay. Also useful to ask them whether there's a couple of other cars that have similar motors because, you know, most of these yeah. things are shared, that you can actually have a bit of a drive around. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be amazed if you couldn't find a couple of Kia dealers that didn't have um, those variants either in the in the Sportage or, or in another vehicle that allow you to just feel that DCT transmission. Yeah, that's 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 going to be pretty important actually. Because, um, and I, su- I suppose um, back to to your um, comments, our, our, we live about 100 k's out of Melbourne, so it's predominantly going to be country miles or country kilometres, I should say. Um, so that I could sort of got to throw that in the mix as well. Yeah, I think um, I think so. Um, you know, I do I do think that you know, look, I, I regret not getting the diesel Carnival. Uh, we bought a Kia Carnival in 2020. <laughs> just three days before the pandemic lockdown. Um, <laughs> so, so I ended up putting the car in a garage for three months. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, around town, we get like 15, 16 to the 100. It's horrible um, because, yeah, I didn't, right. because I didn't get the diesel. Um, now, I, I, you know why I didn't get the diesel? Because I, I worried about my wife filling it up. Um, yeah. I, just, I just didn't want that panic phone call one day that she put petrol in a diesel car. Um, yeah, it has crossed my mind. Plus, um, and obviously, when you when you when you fill up with diesel, um, you actually need a glove on because of the odour that comes off the diesel and yep. and invariably goes on your hands because other people have spilled it and it's gone on the pump. In the end, ninety nine percent of the time, I fill the car up anyway. Um, but yeah, just just remember, yep. the fuel consumption on the diesel in the Sportage is about seven point seven compared to, you know, nine uh, or eleven. On the on the standard petrol and eight point eight on the DCT, so you're getting f- better fuel economy from that DCT as well. Um, yep. Uh, so you know the one. Uh, put it this way: I don't think the, I think the one point six liter DCT um, has better fuel efficiency. Um, I think it's a it's a better motor. Um, yep. And it's really just people that go, oh, I want a two liter as opposed to the one point six. Uh, that are probably buying the yeah. and and also that just yeah. can't stump up the extra two grand. But in terms of overall kind of um, performance, I mean it's a it's it's a better it's a better motor. Um, yeah, okay. The yeah. diesel the diesel the diesel is worth looking at, comparing, and just understanding because over the life you definitely oh, see they quote eight point eight um, on the urban or the, or seven point two on the combined for the six one point six liter. Um, yeah, I'd be amazed if you truly got that. I've never got, you know, proper quoted figures in, in a car. I normally get, you know, one or two or maybe three over. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but that, to be honest, mate, I mean, in the end, it's really a, a fuel cost saving question. Uh, and you really do need to yep. rack up the case for, for that to be a thing. So I reckon you're, you're in line for the turbo petrol. Um, yep. I would, okay. I'd want to, I'd want to drive it in, in that or another vehicle to, to be a hundred percent sure. Yeah, sure. Um, that, I, I guess the basis of the question too is uh, um, we have driven up here in the past from, from Victoria and, yeah. um, you know, you, you're dealing with road trains and sometimes back-to-back road trains and stuff like that, you know. And I was, I, my, my, my concern yeah, was, punch, you know. The punch is going to be there. The, the torque on the um, on the turbo is, is phenomenal. It's it's not, not almost double, but at, um, you know, you're talking 265 
kilowatt of torque as opposed to, uh, or 265 newton meters of torque as opposed to 192. And at, right. at the higher end, like let's say you're doing 100, you're still going to feel that yeah. poke. You're still going you're yeah, okay. to have, you're not going to have the full 265, but you're still going to have far better torque from, from the turbo yeah. petrol than you are from the petrol. Yep. Okay. Yep. Interestingly, no, interestingly yeah. the, the torque on the diesel is even higher. All right. It's 416 mm. newton metres as opposed to 265 wow. on the on the turbo petrol. At a lower rev right. range, but it would lo- it would rev lower at the high speeds. Um, yeah. but, but still, I mean, th- this is the thing, and you're going to have to wait a while for this car, I assume, because <laughs> they're taking Yeah, that's right. But this is where I, I genuinely yeah. think you should be you should be playing the buyer, and you know you're not going to be able to negotiate a deal on these cars, right? So the sticker price is the sticker price. But shop the dealers yeah. and say, oh, I want to, I, I need a car that I can borrow for the afternoon because I want to take it onto a road that I can go 110 on, and I want to feel what yeah. it's like to go from 110 to 120 with my foot down. Yeah. I want to feel that yeah. in in a petrol yeah. and in a diesel, in a turbo diesel and a turbo petrol, and it might not be two sportages. They might give you a Sorento and a Sportage or something like that, but oh, okay, yeah. doesn't yeah. it shouldn't matter. I think I think the concept will apply across uh, even a Seltos or a Sport. Well, you probably don't do diesel and Sportage, but Sportage, Sorento, maybe even a Carnival. <laughs> feel feel the difference, yeah, um, yeah, right, just so okay. that you so that you can feel that feeling on the road. Yep. Okay. Oh, happy, it's critical. Happy shopping, you know. Greg. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm I'm, um, I'm not quite in the further position, but not far off it. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, the Skoda's a good car, mate. You've had a great car with the Skoda, so um, yeah. Oh, when well, this is our third actually, and um, we're on our third now, and uh, they're they're um, you know dollar for dollar, it's uh, it's exceptional, and, and for, for what you get, you know, it's um, and there's not something in cars. the Skoda range that would uh, that would keep you there. Kodi- uh, Kodiak, look, for example, probably a bit big. Well, yeah, and they get they're getting up. They get they're getting up over fifty now. Yeah, it's um, true, yeah. um, so I, I kind of went down that track originally, and yeah, they're probably around a fifty-three. I am um, so glad you said that. I feel so redeemed by my feelings on cars in general that because we talk about electric cars all the time, and they're talking about you know sixty-three thousand dollars for a, a Tesla being a good price. I'm like, it's not. It's crazy nah. money. The average person is not spending that kind of money on a car. Definitely not, mate. And it's it's um, it's uh, it's I, I don't I just don't want to spend that sort of money on a car. You know, it's sort of mid 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 forties maybe. Yeah, I've got, um, that, I that's that's kind of stretching it. Thousand dollars on the Kia Carnival, and I'm not letting that thing out of my sight until <laughs> for some time. Like I don't yeah. feel good about that at all. But it's an unbelievable vehicle. Fits eight people. Like it's the best thing we've ever bought. But I treat yep. it like a sixty thousand dollar car when the second car we have is a twenty ten Mazda two worth five grand. I mean, you know, well probably three grand. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. Just, uh, I'm just glad to hear someone that's just <laughs> spending normal money on a car. Yeah. That's yeah. All. That's right. It's I'm, just. I'm really yeah, pleased. It's, it's, well, I don't know whether this, um, you know, uh, the the usual COVID mantra has been rolled out in in, in uh, the Skoda case or not. I, I I haven't got I haven't researched. That that particular model back say two years ago and f- find out what it, what it was worth back then, um, but I just I know for a fact I looked it up the other day and it was fifty three starting price. So. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mm. All right, yeah, well, good luck is, with yeah. the good luck with the buying time, let alone uh, everything else, mate. Yeah, I know that's that's the other dilemma, isn't it? You, yeah. you settle on everything and go, oh, let's get in the car dealers and get it, <laughs> uh, and months. he goes, uh, come back in six. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. I know. It's just crazy times, isn't it? All right, great. Good go. luck, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Good on you, Trevor. No, appreciate your feedback. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you. Yeah, so um, I'm, I feel somewhat redeemed. I really do. It's just the number of people that buy a Tesla and then get a second one or whatever, and it's like you're not living in the real world. I, yeah, anyway, maybe I'm a Scrooge or maybe I spend money on stupid other things. I don't know. Good luck, Craig. Thanks for listening. Trevor Long taking your calls. Charlie's on the line. G'day, Charlie. How you going, Trev? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Trev, um, we're trying to find out what the replacement is for an iPod. Uh, <laughs> as they don't make them anymore. So uh, we have been spoiling our grandkids with one in uh, recent years. And out. now the next, uh, the next ones have come along and... Of course, we don't know what to get them. And how old are they now? Uh, they're Jesus, got me there. Eleven. Okay, going so on they're, 12, they're, com- 12. they're coming yeah. into their teens. Yeah. Uh, um, so these are grandkids. Are they getting phones, or do they have phones from their parents yet? No, not yet. And not happening, or or, or is that just a conversation? Uh, <laughs> I th- yeah, it's probably that's that's up to their parents. But they, I think the others are around about fourteen. I think they were yeah right holding so off from getting the kids. The, the, the phone. problem is the alternative is the phone. And so my my answer was going to be, mate, just buy them twelve months worth of Apple Music or twelve months of Spotify. So because the great thing about subscription music is it's every song in the world. It's not just the five that you own. Is that right? So. The, the alternative is definitely the phone. Because if I tell you about all the other alternatives that exist, most of them aren't really convenient. Um, there are MP3 players out there. Um, different companies make them. Even Sony make a Walkman still. Um, right. Not cheap, though. Um, and I don't think even comparable on price to what, what an iPod used to be. Um, right. So it, it's actually you, – you've got yourself in a real pickle because – the older kids are going. We we got the uh, we got the iPod. The younger kids are going. We didn't get one. And actually, it's not your fault at all. But if you were to look online, um, even Amazon will have MP3 players. Um, yeah. But then they've got to have a bunch of MP3 music to put on it. Uh, whereas iPod, an iPod Touch, for example, um, would 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 have been able to run Apple Music or run their library. So, mate, you are in a you're, you're in a real challenging situation. So maybe it's actually. Uh, about what about this? What about you got them a like a Google smart speaker or an Amazon smart speaker for like they're like 70, 80 bucks and you get them yeah. a subscription to Amazon Music or or Spotify because what my kids do is in their bedroom, they've got an Amazon speaker and they can ask Alexa to play the music. It's not going to help them out no, and about. Really. It's not going to help them, you know, on the bus or whatever, but it will give them yeah. music for themselves. So if they've got internet at home, a smart speaker and a music subscription like Amazon Music or Spotify will be will give them access to, to music um, in their rooms, but not, you know, headphones down listening to music in the car, for example. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's probably my only answer for you, but I'm sorry it's not as easy as it might seem. No, that's that's fine. That's um as I said, well, we've got no idea, so uh, which is why I asked the question. I reckon um, they'd love yeah. a smart speaker. Yep. Okay, then. 
My kids love them. Sounds good. They ask them questions. They they tell jokes. They play fart sounds. And most importantly, they play music. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what they're after these days. Spot on. So, all right. No worries. Well, thank you very much for your help with that. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch, Charlie. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Trevor. Cheers, buddy. Um, Yeah, there is no alternative. It's really quite simple. There is no alternative. There's some alternatives. And there might might even be iPod touches you can find uh, to buy somewhere. Somewhere might have them left over. Uh, let's check that JB are out of stock. Yeah, they're out of stock. Definitely all gone. Um, yeah, it is what it is. That's that's the end of it. Tough answer that one. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. Thank you for listening. Russell's on the line. G'day, Russ. Hey, Truth. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? Hey, look, just uh, been struggling with an old TV for number of years and stuff like that um well i haven't been struggling with it. it's been working fine actually um but i've just noticed over the last a while that uh, uh channel 9 hd uh it's never really uh it's been good on the reception so i always fall back to the uh the sd yeah right um yeah is it is it uh, and how, I tried old, the, uh, how the old check- is it mate i think it is cl- over 10 years old or something and and channel 9 hd what other channels don't work uh it's no, all the other channels are working fine, actually. Every other channel. So like 7, Flick 7 Racing and all those ones? Well, I might not have gone to that detail. That's probably not on the favourites. Uh, but, yeah, ABC, SBS, uh, 10 and things like that. So I think it's just the, uh, so the one HD channel, especially when a bit of action happens, uh, gets a bit blotchy. What about 7 HD? Channel I believe that's fine. So the reason I ask yeah. you this is because there's – I mean, there's multiple types of television broadcast, but the big one that changed a few years ago was yep. the introduction of what we call MPEG-4. Um, yes. MPEG-4 is a different type of encoding, and therefore the TV needs a different decoding. And when I was at SBS, so we're going back now five years or more, um, You know, every channel has a certain amount of space up in the air, uh, bandwidth spectrum, and the more mm. you allo- – if you allocate an SD channel – um, it's the same as an HD channel in in MPEG. So you're better off oh. you're better off doing MPEG encoding for your um, HD channel because it takes up a whole lot less bandwidth. Um, and you know we we talked about it as a when I was involved in the business. You know whether or not it was the smart thing to do because you were definitely uh, alienating some people like you who have older TVs and might not be able to watch it. So my first guess is that it's actually MPEG for not compatible. So the yeah, channel, the channels yeah. I would check are Seven Mate HD, Racing.com, mm-hmm. the the channel seventy eight, um, and I think on where, whereabouts are you located? Uh, over in Perth. You're in Perth, so I'm trying to think about whether Perth has a difference for some of the networks. I don't think maybe ABC TV in HD is also MPEG four. Um, basically yeah. all the, yep. all the HD channels and some of those super niche channels like racing.com or, um, you know, nine gem HD, um, tens TVSN and 10 bold. So the ones that you, you're not, you're not your primary channels. So check those first and foremost. Now, if mm. you get some of them, so if you get seven HD and not nine HD, then it's not the TV's ability to decode. It must be yeah, an antenna. Gotcha. Like, are you seeing a black picture, a blank picture, or pixelation? Pixelation, and it's just sort of um, – it will depend on somewhere on the screen at different times as well. Yeah. I, it, I reckon you'll be able to get MPEG-4 channels, and I reckon it's your antenna. 
So yeah, yeah. amplifier on the antenna might do a job. Uh, now, you know, yep. I would recommend paying someone to come and actually do the do the work to tell you how much it needs to be amplifier and installing the amplifier and all that stuff. But it's not a like not a difficult thing. They put an antenna uh, amplifier on it and then they run power down. So you got to plug it into a PowerPoint. But that's it. It gives you heaps better reception. And it, for us, we couldn't get SBS at all. And then yeah, go, gotcha. before the World Cup, we got SBS. And obviously, the alternative is is streaming. But I just still find streaming a clunky experience on a yeah, TV. Yeah. Uh, I, we our, our our dining room has no antenna, so every night I watch Millionaire and the news um, via Nine Now, and it's it's several clicks. You know, I got to turn on the TV, I got to open up Nine Now, and then I got I know that it's scroll down once and go, and that's the live stream. They're actually going to change that in the in the year ahead. They're going to make it so it's automatically playing a channel, and then you'll oh, yeah. go out to do stuff. And I, I can't wait for that. But anyway, that's that's down the track. But yeah, mate, I, yeah. I reckon check the HD channels, and if some of them work, some of them don't, then uh, antenna. Antenna amplification. Yep. Boom. Okay. Brilliant. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Thanks Russell. Well. Cheers, mate. Bye. Good on you. Uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, it's not easy because uh, it's complex and it will cost money. It depends how much you want to watch TV. <laughs> really. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. the app go to the website eftm.com click the link because i won't go into detail but in october you're gonna need the app gonna need the app folks because we've got something cool happening and it's going to require daily access to the eftm app that's all i'm gonna say so if you haven't got it now you're mad uh it's free download uh google play store or the app store you just search for eftm and you'll grab the app and um October is going to be a fun one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review and we'll get that archive episode up real soon. Thanks, guys.